1: one blowout in the playoff games. The 49ers moved on in that one. Bengals, Giants, Bills also roll on in a wild card weekend. Meanwhile, the weather in California, it's all about the rain not done as more rain and snow is pummeling really a storm-battered state. They're hoping that they might get that relief on Tuesday, according to some of the latest updates that I've seen. It's very strange, right? You go from this stream drought to now this coastal flooding, which the crazy part of that is landslides and uh, serious, serious water everywhere because of these atmospheric river systems that are pounding the West Coast. Hey, hey, everybody. Kate Delaney. Hope you had a fabulous weekend as we roll into another week here on the show. Let's start, though, with something that happened overseas you know we've been watching what's going on with the ukraine and of course the us has pumped a lot of money and resources into the effort to lend as much help as they can without being there and fighting as we know along with so many other countries who are doing the same thing and unfortunately you know we get the word that yep there was another serious attack where 30 people died in a place called Dnipro. So sad news there to hear that story. You know, you keep wondering, it's been almost a year since that um, invasion started. You know, we knew they were getting closer and closer and closer and closer. We kept watching what was going on with uh, the tanks, etc., moving on to eventually the capital, but not really quite getting there, but then these outlying areas around the country hitting those. So really, really sad to hear that because, again, this is on the heels of President Zelensky coming to the United States, as we know, starting off the year, and a lot of optimism about what will happen, but 30 dead, Ukraine deadliest civilian attack in months. This was a Russian missile strike on an apartment building, and uh, it hit its target. Let's just say that. And there's strange rumors, too, in the middle of this that Putin, I saw it in a couple of different places. It could just be bogus and more gossip than anything else, although there's a lot of speculation about his health anyway. But a former ally of the Russian president, talked about the possibility that he might retire soon rather than potentially, I was reading this in an overseas paper, rather than potentially getting killed in a coup, right? So while it doesn't seem that way on the outside, there have been some rumors about that, that would he transfer the power back to a successor that he chose? Would he retire to his huge mansion, I'm sorry, palace near the Black Sea, rather than risk any kind of a coup if there's you know, rumors about that? Because, let's face it, he's a dictator. Whether you want to call him that or not, he can say he's president, he's a dictator. So you think of um, other dictators and what would happen to them, where their fortunes rose and then fate got a hold of them, like Gaddafi. So maybe there is something more to that. But in the meantime, Ukraine has to deal with the reality, not the speculation. And the reality is it was a nasty blow to see that this attack hit its target and... 30 people dead, but many, many, many others wounded. And this was a building where about 1,700 people lived before Saturday's strike. But it's been the deadliest one to take place in a very long time. 33 cruise missiles Russia fired over the weekend. 21 were shot down. That's the good news. That's part of what other countries and the United States is contributing to try to help in that effort. But enough got through that uh, it ended up hitting that target. And there was so, so much debris as a result of that. All right, he started talking about California and the flooding. You know, this show is about what happens in your backyard and mine. I say that all the time. Weather is the common denominator, right? People always talk about the weather. So the consequences of this flooding in California, what's the impact of that? Well, road closures, storm water systems are overwhelmed. There's damage to coastal areas. There's some erosion there because of that. And then what about the economy in California? Plus, 19 people, by the way, have died as a result of that. Tourism, like so many other states, is huge for the Golden State Thirty-nine percent of California's seventeen-plus billion is about that, you know, is about the tourism industry, and is it going to take a toll there? Well, certainly, it has lately because of the flooding last week, the flooding this week, a couple more days of flooding. Just it's like a parade of storms. Twenty-six million people under flood. Watches, 26 million. You see nothing in some areas but um, pictures of roads being demolished, a couple of sinkholes, houses that are unrecognizable, cars that are floating, uh, mudslides. It has been nasty. And of course, of course, of course, of course, state of emergency. But we knew that was going to happen. So it's like watching the radar every second to see how bad is this going to be? How much rain are we going to get within an hour? And it's that massive wall of rain that comes down that is so, so tough that pummels that coastline. And, uh, and boy, it has been really, really, really tough. What else is going on uh, in the world? Of course, there's more conversation about Joe Biden, our president and documents that have been found. So, what is the deal with classified documents? I, you know, uh, we said this the last time around with a former president. Forget whatever you claim you are—Republican, Democrat, neither, <laughs> undecided, sick of it all, whatever. But is this ridiculous that you that? We've got documents that are being found in the garage. Oh, we counted more documents, so the lawyers are finding more documents. So There's a lot of unanswered questions as to why the president had classified documents from his vice presidency at his think tank in Washington, D.C., and at his Wilmington home, Uh, in addition, how they were found. I mean, the White House can't claim they're transparent when... They weren't being transparent. Whoops, it was accidental. I was waxing the Corvette, and unfortunately, I saw this thing marked top secret. I mean, seriously, ridiculous. So, you know, they got to obviously do justice has to be done here, and it is. They're investigating it. But is national security jeopardized through the mishandling of the materials? Right, that's something that was suggested after the FBI seizure of the classified documents from the former president's house. ay yeah, yeah, yi Odds and ends coming up.
0: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
2: It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and just stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day.
3: Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Powdy Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Powdy Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tehibo Tea Club's original Pure Powdy Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com.
1: Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. Your thoughts, a lot of them, over the weekend about all kinds of stories, including I got a really sad one from Mac, who was a big Georgia fan, went to Georgia and said he, one of the saddest things that he had just heard was about the offensive linemen and the, recor, uh, the recruiting rather, coordinator who were in a car crash just hours after that national championship parade because they just had that and that is a story that's circulating. It was Steven Willock and uh, Chandler LaCroix is the staff member. And they were all celebrating. They were coming back. Uh, they were in Athens, Georgia, just hours after the football team, you know, held its its parade. And the the family, of course, has to be devastated by this loss. You're coming from the highest high. And then, uh, you know, you, you end up, Getting that phone call, nobody would ever, ever, ever want to get. Police just say they responded to a crash right before 3 a.m. and it was a Ford Expedition that was traveling in a lane and and, and hit two power poles and a bunch of different uh, trees. So there were two other people in the in the uh, in the vehicle too, and and I guess they're in a stable condition. But wow, what a what a terrible, terrible shock! Like I said, you go from the highest high to wow. We're celebrating, and we just don't even want to leave to to hearing that story. So, thanks for bringing that to our attention. We'll get to everybody else's thoughts when we hit the mailbag. But for odds and ends, the um, you know one of the things that has been um, that's been on my mind is this: the classified documents thing. And then what's going to happen? And the you've got now this oversight, and I just briefly mentioned it before we went to break, oversight chair seeking the visitors' logs from Biden's house after more of those classified documents were found, because that's exactly right. That's what you think, right? Well, who could have possibly maybe had access to that? So the new chair of the House Oversight Committee requested more information as part of this, you know, investigation, into these classified records from the vice presidency of the current president. And, you know, this goes all the way back. He's wanting visitors' logs from Biden's home going all the way back to his inauguration to the present. And they're looking for all documents related to the search of his homes and all the other locations, uh, too, as well, because then they have... Saying that They're saying if they have the list of individuals who visited the House, then we'll know who could have had access to highly sensitive documents, right? And um, now you've also got, and, and I didn't think about this, but it's true, you've got Biden's attorneys who don't have, maybe some of them do, but most of them don't have security clearances, and they're looking for sensitive materials. It's just the thing you think is, would anyone crack that open? Would anyone look at it? Well, they have, don't they have to know what's in it? Even if things are redacted in it, you would think that. So let's see where all of this goes. But it certainly, I think, has tamped down the conversation about Donald Trump. Because, I mean, now you've got, you're trying to compare, people are trying to compare the former president where the feds come in and they take the classified, go in looking for classified records after he took them back to his Florida house after leaving the white house in 2021. Well, now here's Biden with classified documents in his house from when he was vice president. So I think at least from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, any conversation about what Trump did and trying to compare it in Mar-a-Lago and all of that, is going to be just cut off it already has been cut off but uh, it is interesting that all of that then became unearthed so I think this whole idea the president's attorney is saying listen we came forward the materials were misplaced they were misplaced but still I mean look that has to be reviewed for national security risks there's absolutely no question about it All right, shocker of another sort from Alabama, and uh, it's Darius Miles, who's, well, certainly was, quite a good uh, basketball player for Alabama. He and another man have been charged with capital murder after a fatal shooting near the Tuscaloosa campus. And when I first read this, I thought, am I reading this right the the way I was reading it? And it happened early Sunday morning in the strip off University Boulevard, which is very close to the campus. I've been there several, several times, uh, that area. And the um, there was a 23-year-old who was shot and killed. Miles is a junior reserve forward. And another person that was with him, they were both charged with capital murder. And it happened because involved involves shots fired into a car. So what's awful, equally awful about this, is the Tuscaloosa police captain, Jack Kennedy is his name, he said the only motive, you know, we always want to know the why, like why, what's this about? The only motive that they can see is it was just a minor altercation that they had with the victim at, when they were out on the strip. That's it. That's what they think. <laughs> so, the driver of this other car, and and which Harris was a passenger, right? The other, the uh, the other person, the person that was killed, um, approached campus police near Bryant Denny Stadium at about you know two in the morning, saying someone had shot in the car, and he fired back. And then one of the suspects was treated for non-life-threatening injuries at a local hospital. Very strange. So um, Miles was a reserve on the fourth-ranked Crimson Tide team. And, and you know, people understand Alabama basketball has been pretty decent at times, really, really good at times. And when we, you get into the tournament, Alabama is usually a name that will come up. But anyway... Alabama had announced before Saturday's game against LSU that he was out for the season with an ankle injury. His bio was removed from the athletic department's website and he's been removed from campus. They say he's no longer part of the team. And then that's how this whole story unfolded that he was part of this and he's being, you know, being charged with capital murder. Wow. What? Because they had some kind of a altercation. So it's, Oh, well, let's just, Shoot into the car. And we and we don't know all the details. But that's the only why. That was the why that was offered up. Yikes. Very sad when you hear about plane crashes. In odds and ends, 68 people at least, dead as Yeti Airlines, which was carrying it, the 72, um, crashed in Nepal. So... It it happened, they were traveling from Kathmandu, the capital, uh, to a city in central Nepal, and 53 passengers were Nepali, 15 were international travelers. So you had people from, you know, Ireland, Australia, they released a list, Argentina, France, and some other places as well. And this is very common to do this when you're trying to get around because people are trying to travel and see. And I guess um, you know they made the crew made contact with them. They flew over the, the a gorge there east of the city. and then that was it. The plane went down. So they're still combing the area, and they, Posted photos of the flight's manifest. It had a couple of children, a couple of infants, very, very sad. And they say the aircraft was just equipped with an old transponder and it was unreliable data. And they're downloading as much as they can and they're trying to figure out more details as to what possibly could have uh, happened. But it's the deadliest crash there, anyway, since 1992. And of course, they've canceled. All the flights coming up in the next couple of days, but um, you see the wreckage, and a lot of Americans when they're traveling and they want to see that area, especially making that uh, making that jaunt from Kathmandu. That's what you do. You take that uh, airline. There weren't, to my knowledge, I looked at the uh, I looked at the manifest. That were the names they released that were on the manifest. I didn't see any Americans involved in this one. All right, coming up, your thoughts, which included some sports because it was a big NFL weekend, as we get to the mailbag next.
4: wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated so keep it simple and take good care of yourself with sunny bay heating pads our heating pads soothe pains in the neck back and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
3: Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
4: USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. The Pentagon's Inspector General being tasked now to look back over how the Defense Department handled Secretary Lloyd Austin's recent hospitalization. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder says, Whether the DOD's policies and procedures are sufficient to ensure timely and appropriate notifications and the effective transition of authorities as may be warranted. President Biden and other top officials did not learn of Austin's hospitalization for prostate cancer until days after the fact. In Congress, many House conservatives are saying, saying not so fast to an earlier announced spending deal. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says there is
5: still much work to do to avert at least a partial government shutdown. I am taking the first procedural step for the Senate to pass a temporary extension of government funding so the government does not shut down.
4: Schumer and new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson had announced last Sunday that they had arrived at an agreement on spending. This is your...
6: Com. gcnfood.com
3: About the mail. Can we talk about the
1: mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for all of the emails, the virtual stuff that you're sending me. Kate at kate.delaneyradio.com. Got this one as we dive right into it from Tommy, who says, Kate, wow, I have a buddy whose uh, house was torn to bits last week in that tornado outbreak that hit Georgia and Alabama. He's in Georgia. And, um, you know, while there were some warnings, I don't think he was really prepared or expecting that to happen. And I think it's now an EF2 is what he was telling me. And I just wanted to warn your listeners, when I hear any kinds of watches, they have to have some sort of an escape plan. I think now it's something you can't, monkey with if you know what i'm saying when you hear about them because we're seeing some really wild tornadoes where the clouds the funnel clouds stay on the ground a lot longer and they're a lot wider wow sorry to hear about your friend tommy yeah you know the um i've said this that it's strange you see the the chasers the storm chasers are just people who are near, and they get incredible video of the tornadoes and the they're on the ground so much longer and this was what Thursday Friday morning you know you there they found pe and they're, and you know crews are searching they were searching, and they found more people and you see the damage when when it's light and you can't believe some of what you see. I mean, of course you have down power lines, but it's the houses like a roof ripped off and everything in its path just completely gone. And tr- even just trees falling down where somebody gets trapped under a tree or they get killed as a result of of that. And um you know, what was it that caused the tornado outbreak and I was reading about that just to throw this in. They were talking about this La Niña weather cycle, the Gulf of Mexico's warming and the tornadoes shifting from the west western US to east and you know that's part of the theory that some of the cooling parts of the Pacific Ocean have been impacted and then the jet stream and I won't go deep down that rabbit hole but um that's what happens, you know, then the moisture hits the cold front and you get a tornado outbreak, and I think you're right. You start to hear the watches, what's the game plan when you hear that. I mean, because look, in Alabama, in Selma, they, I know for sure they had a 20-mile path through the downtown area. You had just collapsed buildings, uprooted trees, of course, tossed cars and Trucks and anything in its way. I mean, shredded power lines. There was at least one fire that popped up, and it it, uh, it was bad. I was looking at the map overall and where it went. Selma especially got hit, but then into Georgia and across into Mississippi a little bit. And it, uh, you know, tornado reports, then wind damage, and then how, how bad it actually uh, was. EF-1s, EF-2s depending on on where it is. And 14 Alabama counties were hit with possible tornado damage. Wow. I right, we move on to another one. This one is from Will. Kate, I've never emailed the show before. I've heard people say that to you. And um, I started listening like a year ago, and I, I like your show. I listen to it when I'm not working. It just depends on what my schedule is sometimes on the road a lot, so uh, then I get the playback. But anyway, I was listening to you talk about uh, tech and talk about all the layoffs in tech, and uh, yeah, it's pretty bad because that's the industry I'm in, and I know that there were a lot of younger people, especially that were hired to come into companies like Twitter, uh, like Meta, like sales force, and then they find themselves out. And now the job market is kind of moving in a different direction when it comes to uh, tech. And and so it's not as easy to pick up some of those jobs. Uh, I think some people have this idea, mistaken idea, that you're in one industry and when all of a sudden it shrinks, well, there has to be, we keep hearing about it this plethora of jobs and it's not quite the same thing. In some cases it is salespeople. In other cases it's other areas of the uh, industry, but, uh, I guess you, it's always good to have a plan B. It's funny. You say that thing about will plan B. I just had that talk with someone. What's your plan B winning the lottery? You know, people used to joke and say that what's your plan B if something happens. Um, the whole, it's weird, right? The whole, the, the whole job market has morphed in different ways. And part of the problem with tech is that there was over hiring. It's just like real estate. There was a lot, there was a lot of hiring in real estate, specific real estate companies where they, um, like the red fins of the world when real estate was crazy. Cause you just couldn't, you just couldn't keep up with it and, they needed to hire people, then all of a sudden we the interest rates go flying up, and that changes and that's was you know a wild sort of year swing, so there were people who were probably feeling pretty good about what they were making and what they were doing, and then all of a sudden they got you know got cut cut off so what's the plan B when you say plan b hmm um do your own thing, side hustles. I don't know. (laughs) Like I said, it depends on the industry that you're on, or in rather. Got this one from uh, Josephine, and she says, Kate, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know why I'm kind of a pageant freak, because I, um, I root for those young women. I think sometimes pageants get a bad name, but a lot of times it's a good way for them to get money to go to school. Uh, get them exposure for some of the industries that they're going into. And I think it's kind of rare for a Miss USA to be crowned Miss Universe, but that happened over the weekend. I saw a headline about that, that um, her name is Rabani Gabriel. She is a sewing instructor from Texas and a fashion designer, I guess. And she... um, it was between her and Miss Venezuela, and apparently she won. So I, I don't know if that's. I'm sure other Miss USA's have won, but I think it's been a while. And this actually, this actually was uh, in New Orleans. That's where the. That's where it took place. So good for her, right? Um, and it's interesting too because. You're right about what some of the what some of the people do and that like in her case a fashion designer a sewing instructor there was uh I remember reading the story about Miss Brazil and she was a software engineer and you know so it it is a good platform it it is uh, it, it t- gets a bad rap sometimes especially the world we live in now but it is a good platform for for some um, for some of these young women. I can't. I can only imagine what the competition is like. You know, this is was this was a pageant that was partly owned by the former president, and then it was bought last year for like twenty million or something from IMG, which is a huge sports and talent marketing uh, company. All right, speaking of sports, this from Sam. Kate, how about the Giants beating the Vikings? I'm a big fan of Saquon Barkley, and uh, he got a couple of touchdowns, and that was nice to see in that Giants win. I have to say I was kind of surprised. I knew it would be tight I wasn't sure that the Vikings in front of their home crowd would uh lose that one. You know what? It was a really str- like like all the other games. All of them except for the San Francisco game, all of them were so tight. And I watched this game and um you know there was opportunities, there's strange opportunities that that happened, but one of the things that worked so well for the Giants is Daniel Jones. He had over 300 yards, a couple of touchdowns, ran for 78. That's his first playoff game. So he made some, he, let's say he played above. He ma- he he made some great, great plays. And then the defense had to be there at the end to be able to fend off uh, the Vikings. So the Vikings certainly had a, a shot at tying it up. Maybe it was going to go to overtime. Who knows what would have Happened, But uh, they got the stop that they needed, and the Vikings fans, I'm sure, are very, very disappointed. Then I got this one from um, Leslie, who says, Kate, I was so happy to see that Buffalo beat Miami, but I was also surprised at how good Miami was with the inexperienced quarterback who did have struggles, but it looks like their defense made the best of it. Well, yeah, because uh, Josh Allen had a it's had three turnovers, right? And they almost collapsed. They rallied to win that, but Miami was right there. I mean, they were. Um, if he didn't, if if Josh Allen didn't throw a couple of those touchdown passes in a very short amount of time, I don't know that we'd be talking about the uh, the Bills because they were certainly. They were certainly on the ropes. The Dolphins played a very, very tough game. You know, they were a 13 and a half point underdog at uh, at the FanDuel Sportsbook. They didn't have a lot of their offensive starters. Two of their their quarterback wasn't there. He's still in concussion protocol. They didn't have their backup Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so it uh, it was interesting that they made it that close. All Thanks for all your emails.
5: My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our Super Tea to over 100 countries. You, too, can order or get info about the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and Drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of $0.12 per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113, that's drinksupertea.com, or by calling 818-965-9113.
7: The final phase of extermination is set to commence now, and as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com.
4: That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need.
6: Mom!
4: And then gets more specific.
2: Mom! Pizza.
4: Then we add urgency.
2: I want
7: pizza tonight.
4: Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need.
7: We, we want pizza!
4: You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. <laughs> Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need.
1: We want pizza tonight!
4: GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com.
1: say this, you know, listen, it does at least alert you to maybe some movies that you might like, and maybe you'll stream them. So, last year, of the 18 categories that the Critics' Choice Awards and the Oscars have in common, the Critics' Choice went to the film that would go on to win the Oscar in 12 of them. Wow! Will it happen this time around? Who knows? It's been around for 28 years, I guess, the CCA Awards. It's, um... Good for the actors. I mean, for all the nonsense some of them have to go through to even get into some of these movies, the ones that aren't quite as famous, like, I love the best supporting actor, Ki-Hu Kwan, who was in everything, everywhere, all at once. He was the kid in Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. And he gives the best speeches because he gets so emotional that you know, he couldn't get jobs and then he got this job and then it can happen again. He thought that was it. The, the best job he was ever going to have was when he was a, a kid. And uh, sure enough, he wins again. Brendan Frazier, remember him from the Tarzan roles, the mummy. He won the best actor for a movie called the whale, where he was a seriously overweight man. Like, he was portraying like a six hundred pound man in this in this movie called The Whale. Then um, some other winners: Kate Blanchett. She was in a movie called Tar, where you had a female conductor who is berserk and crazy in the end, proving that women can be just as crazy. Angela Bassett won for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and then you had. Um, which I think this movie is brilliant. It's Pinocchio, and it's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, best original screenplay and best animated feature. And I saw that. You can stream that. and It is so well done. It's crazy how long it took him him to make this, how many cameras they used to put it together, and it's... um, Gosh, just fascinating. It was just fascinating to watch that. I would put that on, on your list if you think, eh, Pinocchio. No, it's so, 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 so. Let me say it again. It's so, so, so good. How about that? And the movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, had the most nominations with 14. And it's... um. It's kind of a wild story. My nephew and Hubs talked me into seeing it, and I I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the Fablemans, 11 nominations for that, and that's really Steven Spielberg's story, how, as a kid in Arizona, how does he end up being the guy that he ended up being and uh, what he had to deal with when he was growing up. Babylon, the Banshees of, in Sharon had nine. Both of those those two films had nine nominations. If you're a TV watcher, you might have seen Abbott Elementary. That's getting a lot of nods. Six of them, and then Better Call Saul. I loved Better Call Saul. I love the I love that actor and comedian. And um, and that's a carryover from it's a carryover character from one of my favorite all-time shows so anyway that uh that's it's interesting to look at the numbers there cuz will there you know does it mean that that's kind of a um an omen as to what could happen for the you know for the oscars and i guess if you look at the Oscars especially for the the movies that's the big thing. All right, numbers, the specifics of the scores for the NFL wild card weekend. We will have a man cave coming up in our second hour, but the Bills beat the Dolphins 34 to 31. The Giants beat the Vikings 31 to 24. So that's an AFC wildcard playoff game and an NFC wildcard playoff. The other AFC wildcard playoff game on Sunday, the Bengals Sunday night game beat the Ravens 24-17. to A lot of that had to be the 98-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. That was ugh, just put a, put a stake in the, the Ravens after that. The Saturday games, the 49ers, and I don't think I even mentioned this at the top, that who were the winners – and it couldn't be more exciting to see Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville do what they did. But the 49ers beat the Seahawks pretty easily. 41 to 23. Mr. Relevant, uh, Brian Purdy, the quarterback for San Francisco, just played brilliantly. 332 yards passing, three touchdowns. But how about Jacksonville? Oh, I can't believe I forgot Jacksonville because maybe because I was so overwhelmed and was texting everyone about what an incredible game it was. Last second field goal sealed it, but they were behind. They had, they were down. They were down 27 to seven at the halfway point of this game. And Trevor Lawrence was awful. He was getting picked off right and left and boy, oh boy, uh, it really just turned around for them. One of the most exciting games, I think, to beat the Chargers by one point, but just how it all went down. One of the most exciting games of the weekend. I mean, just how he engineered the the comeback and how Doug Peterson, the coach, kept this team so even-keeled after he had four interceptions I mean, what a crazy, it's, it's like he said, you couldn't have written a crazier script. And uh, he, he said, we're never out of the fight. I'm kind of speechless just to see what, what belief can do when a team believes in each other, what you can accomplish. And really, that was that. I mean, he was just dreadful in the beginning of that game. Terrible. It looked like, wow, the Chargers are just going to crush them. They're just gonna crush them and what's the final score going to be and are they gonna how many points are they even gonna put up and uh, sure enough again when when the chips were down coming back in the second half of that game what a difference I mean wow just I, I, I'm sure Brandon Staley the Chargers coach they had to be stunned thinking I mean it's just a killer when you have four takeaways. And you got that big edge at the halfway point. They just didn't finish. I mean, these games anymore, it is every second you are on that field. Every second you're on that field. So Chargers are out of it. They're stunned. And Jacksonville rolls on in, like I said, one of the more exciting games for sure over the weekend. no. Question about it. Here's a big number: U.S. consumers increased their borrowing by 28 billion in November. So that's a big number. The Federal Reserve just released that number, um, you know, last week, and they're talking about the monthly increase was driven by higher rates of revolving credit. That was below the $29.12 billion jump seen in October, but still a historic stretch of reliance on debt because of a year of soaring inflation. You know, economists were expecting a $25 billion monthly increase. So it was much more than that. So outstanding consumer credit, mostly credit cards, auto loans, student loans, Grew at seven point one percent, seven point one percent. But um, that part of that too could be holiday shopping, right? Because people just put it on a credit card, pay it off, or whatever it might be. And 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 I would think because that was November, that's probably part of what was stuck in the middle of that. All right, that's it for We Can Count Music Means. We got to dance on out of here. Thanks for listening to this hour of the show. Shout out to Jeremy Paulson for his fine work on the technicals. It is 2023, yes, indeed. You still got to make it count, people. feel completely down on your luck whether it's your career or just your life do you look at other people and wonder why them not me i'm kate delaney i did it i admit it i've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars i've interviewed over the years like sir richard branson or the late great john madden and i want to share them want to laugh want to learn Want more out of life then pick up a copy of my book deal your own destiny increase your odds win big and become extraordinary get it on amazon today
3: the Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pau Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. drinksupertea.com.